and welcome to a very spooky episode of Milk's favorite podcast, the unofficial audio review podcast. I am a Dracula, bleh. And I am a Casper, woo! And Mr. Nabisco, it would be very spooky of you to make us official, no? Bleh. Every episode on Milk's favorite podcast, we take a different flavor of Oreo. I'm going to stop that because I'm dropping it and it's about to get real dicey. So every episode of Milk's favorite podcast, we take a different flavor of Oreo, review it in each of eight categories, and then add up the scores to see just how good that Oreo is. And this is a really spooky one. Before we get to that, though, we always have a storio, and Michelle tells me, I'm sorry, our resident Casper, who's still in her podcast costume, tells Woo! us tells me that she has a storio today. Taking off the costume. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> so we have been enjoying some types of Oreos that we have not been reviewing, and... That we've already reviewed. We're not holding out on you. That's true. We've already reviewed them. And one of these boxes of Oreos got particularly stale. And I I wouldn't say that anyone's to blame here, except for Mr. Nabisco. Um, Because as much as we complain about the visibility of the lift tab, this box of Oreos had the worst lift tab closure situation that I think I've ever seen. Yeah, somehow the top was smaller than the hole, so you could never get it fully closed. There was actually no way to close it, or maybe the sticky stuff didn't quite work right. I don't know. It was very disappointing, and I just want to make, it's like a public service announcement to be really careful, and if you feel like your box is not closing, you might want to put it in a plastic bag. I mean, the mushy carrot cake (laughs) ones were not the worst, because carrot cake's kind of soft, so... Yeah, it just made it more accurate, really. It, it did, but it's... Before you eat carrot cake Oreos, you should just get them wet. Not like wet, but like damp. But I feel bad when people come over and they're like, ooh, a box of Oreos, and they just kind of open it up and they take a bite and they're like, oh, ooh, ooh, what happened to that? That's the thing that happens. Yep. <laughs> so uh, let's let's get into it. Michelle, what's our first category? Our first category is name. What's the name of these Oreos? I have no idea. That's not the name of them. It says Oreo... Boo. Ah! Boo. Ah! Boo. Okay, I'm clipping. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think it's boo. I think it's Oreo boo, or just boo, with an exclamation point. That's the name of them? I think so. That's what I'm going to call the episode. Okay, sure. Okay, what what do you think about that name? It's real weird. It, like, the, to get this name, you need to have so much context. You need to know that it is Halloween time, that Halloween is a spooky time, that boo is a thing you say to spook people, and that like these are playing into all of that. There's just so many jumps that you need to have. And of course, if you're like plugged into even relatively mainstream contemporary American culture, you'll have all that. You'll have all that context. But like if you're not, you just won't. And this is pure nonsense. They probably don't sell these outside of the United States. Sure, but there are people in America who are not plugged into mainstream American culture. There are people who don't know about Halloween? I'm sure. I'm but you skeptical. It's not just enough to know about Halloween. You also have to know how boo fits into it. I think you'd have to be really, really isolated to not know that... Or like a recent immigrant. Okay, yeah, that, I suppose so. But I mean, even when I've traveled abroad... 
people know about Halloween. Yeah, I think I think people are going to know about Halloween. It's the connection between Halloween and Boo and why think? it's meaningful. Okay. I don't know. It's just like it's some context that you need that's not on the box. But they might not even know that that was the name of it. They might just think it's just Oreo. Yeah, maybe. Because I'm weird. still, I'm not quite sure. I think it's a, it's also a weird name. It's not descriptive of anything. I like when names are descriptive. And Boo does not describe anything. But it does kind of jump off the shelf at you, doesn't it? Ah, I guess. <laughs> what was that reaction? <laughs> I'm just going to refer to Casper whenever I don't know what oh, I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, just quick, quick change that costume. <laughs> Do you, do you have a score? Are you ready for that? Or you're not ready? You want? I'm I'm of two minds because yeah, it is a nonsense name that doesn't mean anything. But also, it's like it's kind of festive. It's kind of like like Mr. Nabisco is getting in on the fun, right? It's not just humans that get to trick or treat. These Oreos are also going to trick or treat. Michelle's looking at me with a very confused face. <laughs> just trying to figure things out. Okay, so you think it's. It's festive. Yeah. Like, Halloween is the boo holiday, right? Yes. Yes, I think so. And this is this also kind of ties into a broader trend where it, it seems like, and maybe I'm just noticing this because of the podcast, and maybe it's been going on for longer, or maybe it's a recent trend, but I feel like there are certain flavors that come out at the same time every year, such as this one, whatever it's called. There was another one recently that was that. They're generally the the plain flavor with the different colored cream. And it seems like Mr. Nabisco is kind of giving them a new title every year. So it's not like it's the same Oreo that comes out every October. Last year it was Halloween Oreos. This year it's Boo Oreos. And I don't know if there's a cycle to it or if they're just going to keep coming out with new ones. I don't know what the deal is. But clearly, there's, you know, there's context to the boo, but there's also context context to the naming convention. And I think that's kind of cool. Like, this is an, an Oreo name that rewards you for being an Oreo fan. Because you know that it's different from last year? Yeah. Okay. And you can kind of track the evolution and change of the name. Do you think that Mr. Nabisco is actually just changing the name so that we can do a new episode on it? Because if it was the same name, we wouldn't. But because it has a new name, we've decided it's a new Oreo. <laughs> and thus we can record it. So like he's kind of getting extra advertisement through us by changing the name. I I want to believe. <laughs> just just call me Fox Mulder because I want to believe. So ugh, I didn't like this name at first. Well, my first reaction was, oh, that's kind of cute. And then my next reaction was, that's a terrible name. But now I think I've talked myself into kind of liking it. Because it speaks to a, a broader world. Hmm. What's this your is, score? This is one of the hardest categories oh I've ever had for me. What's What's your score? And you'll anchor me, and I'll just I'll okay. base it on yours. Okay, I'm not that into it. I don't like how it doesn't describe anything. I'm going to give it a seven because I do like the festivity of it. But it's, uh... I like it more than you, so I'm gonna give it an eight point five. Our next category is packaging, and I, I like this package so much. Yeah? What do you like about it? They're doing fun things with the cream. We had one recently, I don't remember what it was, where the cream was a question mark. It was mystery. Yes, mystery. Mm -hmm. Right. The cream was in a question mark. The cookie was question mark shaped. Here we have a cookie in the shape of a bee with cream in the shape of a bee. We have an exclamation point that actually looks feasible. 
like the the shape of this cookie is basically like a rectangle, but one end one end is rounded, mm-hmm. and then the cream makes an exclamation point. The on, only thing on that is base. that it makes me want these shaped cookies, and I'm not gonna get them, and I don't like that. Unless we will get them. No. Maybe they're doing this to kind of plant the seeds for new fun shapes. We know they do shapes. They did Easter egg. That was a fun shape. Yeah. So maybe they're gonna do more fun shapes. Yeah. And doesn't this give you hope? A little bit, but n- but not really, because this is the second time they've done this, and no no fun shapes, no question marks, no exclamation points, no bees. Well, we don't, we don't know that, first of all. We haven't opened this package yet. All right. And second of all, these things take time. It was it, it took Mr. Nabisco two years to plan a second mystery. It's going to take a long time, maybe, to get these shapes, but I believe if Mr. Nabisco's graphic designers are on the case... That we're going to get them. Okay. What do you think about these um, designs? So it says five spooky Halloween designs. One, spooky is the best adjective to use in the month of Spooktober. (laughs) So I'm into that. Two, usually we only get four designs. So we got five. We have extra design. A jack-o'-lantern. I almost said a pumpkin, but that's not accurate. It's a jack-o'-lantern. A spider web. Very spooky. We also have a witch on a broom in the night sky. A dare to dunk with a bat. I like that one. <laughs> and a boo with it could be it could be Casper. It's could certainly be. a Casper. <laughs> um, and on the back, oh, this is very fun. It says spooky. And I don't know if you could tell, but there were five O's in that spooky. Very important. All of this cream is orange, of course. Also, the letters in the spooky on the back are are the actual letters. The S-P-K-Y are like the, the shape of the Oreo with the cream yeah. shaped like that letter. All right. The packaging is kind of cool. Also, this so the jack-o'-lantern on the front is enlarged to show texture, of course. Oh, to show detail. Sorry. And that's like one that's one pockmarked pumpkin. It's a what? A pockmarked pumpkin. I don't know what that means. It's like craggy. Craggy. And you're using... what? Where are your words coming from today? Like, this, the skin of the pumpkin is very mottled. It's it's very rough. It's not smooth. Oh, I see. That, like, that pumpkin's seen some things. I am not convinced that the Oreo is going to look like that. I want it to. I, I, it's so much fun. I mean, that looks like it's, it's 3D in a totally different way than designs normally are. It almost looks like it has... What's the word for that? Like... Michelle is just like moving her hand around in in a half like, circle, like as if the pumpkin is actually going to be like come like pop out in the, the shape of a pumpkin, as opposed to just like a raised little blip. Okay. That's the same. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what the word for that is. Like more three D. Yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> you've you've had three dimensions, but what if you had just a little bit more of the third? Like one of those things. Yeah. What yeah, do you yeah, think? Yeah. What do you think of this color scheme, the blue and orange? I like it, although I don't like how it says orange colored cream dash same taste. Why don't you like that? It's just such a boring thing to have on the front of it, and it's in caps. And it. I I'm excited about that. Remember last episode, L'Original, mm-hmm. and how those were great. Yeah. This is the same taste. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Well, I don't know. I mean, they're not L'Original. Oh yeah. We got the Canadian version. This is American. So we don't know. I'm still, like, that makes me excited still. Okay. 
So you're excited about this package. Also, this is a huge pack of Oreos. This is double what Very we normally big. get. I think it's because it's Halloween, and in Halloween time, you can eat anything. That's the rules. <laughs> <laughs> are those not the rules that you live by? No, I guess I guess those are the rules. Like, on Halloween, you can eat as much candy as you want, and that means you can eat as many Oreos as you want. Sure. Yeah, I'm into it. And so you need a lot of Oreos. Yeah. So I like this package a lot. I think there's kind of just like that field of blue and I wish there was some variation in the background. So it's not getting full marks from me, but it is very good and it is going to get a 10.5. I agree. It's pretty good. I think I like it slightly less, but still pretty good. I'm going to give it a 10. Our next category is smell. Let's open that up. I'm not getting much smell. I'm not getting much smell either. Especially not a lot of chocolate smell. Yeah. Oh, once you like put it up to your nose, there's something. It smells kind of chocolatey. Yeah, but not as much as I would have expected. Yeah. I'm not very pleased with this smell. No. It smells like Oreos. We've we've done this a hundred times. It's weak. The smell is weak but still delicious. Too much cream smell, not enough chocolate smell. I can't even smell the cream. What does cream even smell like? I don't know. Does it smell orange? I don't know. Okay, it's not it's not that good of a smell. Yeah, it's, it's like a seven. I'm going to give it a six. Our next category is appearance. I have a dare to dunk with this bat. It, it is kind of smudged. I have a witch in the sky. It's also kind of smudged. Here's a spider web. Ooh, this spider web is real spooky. Oh, here's a jack-o'-lantern. It's Is it craggy? Um, it does have some like rough bits on top, but so does the witch. Yeah. Yeah, I think they just like rub up against each other in the packaging and get rough stuff. I have to say in the case of the Halloween Oreo, the dust on the cream actually looks really good on the orange and it almost looks purposeful and like kind of spooky. Yeah. What is the fifth one? And where is it? I've looked at half a dozen of these bad boys already. And I have not found... Oh, here it is. Boo! Oh, that, that would look so good if it wasn't, like, a little bit messed up. They're still pretty good, though. I think the, the boo is probably the spookiest. That makes sense. This ghost is such a weird shape. No, it's, it's not. It's Casper-shaped. Yeah, this Casper is a very strange shape. It's it's like kind of off-putting because it's got that that traditional Pac-Man ghost shape, but then some like weird appendages. It's got arms. Are, they're just like a little too fluid. And I think what's creepy is how big its mouth is. It's got a really big mouth. Its mouth is so big. Yeah, it's definitely the spookiest because the jack-o'-lantern is not that spooky. It's like kind of happy looking. It is jack-o'-lanterns in popular media often are very happy looking. And then the witch is, doesn't have enough detail to be spooky. Yeah. And it's so far away. It's like up in the sky. Yeah. The moon there. That's all I had to say about that. What about the other side of these? Standard. Kind of crushed a little bit. Crushed. These Oreos. Some Oreos seem to like not get destroyed in the shipping and handling process. And some kind of do. I can't figure out any rhyme or reason for it. Could just be random or where we buy it from. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. These these shapes are cool. I'm into these shapes. I like that the dust on the cream makes it look better. What do you think of this shade of orange? I like it. It's the shade of orange that I would want it to be. I think it's perfect, actually. Yeah, it, it like orange a lot of time can be too bright. 
and can be very cloying. Mm -hmm. I like an orange with some brown mixed in, so it's kind of darker, more sedate. Okay. This isn't quite as dark as I like. It's still a little bright for me, but it's definitely headed in the right direction. I think it's traditional Halloween orange. It's the color of the package. It's a little brighter than traditional, I think. I'm no color expert. I'm a goose. <laughs> you have a score? I like them. I'm going to give them an 11. I like them too. I think it's cool that we got five shapes. I think we had the jack-o'-lantern last year, but the other shapes I don't remember. Especially not the Casper, which is my favorite of the shapes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it an 11.5. It's real good. Our next category is ease of opening. What you gonna open? I'm gonna open a dare to dunk. How? By twisting it. And do the twist. Ooh. Oh no. <sighs> Talk about how easy or hard it was to open first. It was easy to open, but it's not a clean break at all. There's cream on both sides. Like a, a solid thin but completely present layer on the non I don't know that side. this has ever happened. Usually it's like either there's problems or something. This was, it's like kind of goopy seeming. It looks like Play-Doh almost. Kind of, yeah. Ooh, I don't mm. like that. Well, you know I'm going to open this Casper. I'll do a pull apart. Oh, it's kind of hard. There's a lot of resistance here. Oof. That was literally the hardest pull-apart I've ever had on this show. And it's still not clean. It's not clean. There's probably a quarter of the cookie has some small layer, thin layer of cream on it. Is it spooky? Kind of. Because <laughs> I don't want it. Right? It's it's like, it's uncanny because the cookie should be clean, but it's not clean. I did an up-down and I also got a similar result. On what? The witch. All right, I, I got a jack-o'-lantern, and I'll try a twist just to see. That was, oh, it was hard, and it didn't, normally there's like a separation. Yeah. But this, I could feel that it was not separating. It's weird. It's a, it's a different texture Ugh. cream that looks very gross. <laughs> I'm not happy about this. <laughs> this, gets a, this gets a three. No, a two. Whoa. Oh, yeah, because it was really hard and did a bad job. Mine was a little bit easier, but it still was very bad. So I'm going to give it a three. Our next category is taste, and you know I'm going to eat this Casper. This Oreo is falling apart on me. What are you eating? I'm eating a, mm. a witch. It's so good. <laughs> Eat these with a plate. This is like the crumbliest Oreo I've ever encountered. I'm going to make a quadruple stuff because I want to. I think it's partially because the cream is not holding the sides together like it normally would. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Just pretty good? I think the texture of the cream is a little bit weird. I agree, but I kind of dig it. I don't know. I also feel like it has some extra... It says it doesn't have an extra flavor for the orange, but like I kind of taste... That feels like it's in your head. I don't know. It tastes a little bit... Let, let me see if they like... What they use to make this orange. Yellow 6 lake. Yellow 5 lake. I don't know. That could have a flavor, you know? I guess. 
I think it's more likely though that just like your sight affects your taste because we know that that's true. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I like these a lot, like a real lot. Whoa! Like like it like an eleven. <laughs> Oreos are great. They they are good, but I just I feel a little disappointed by these. I think especially after La Original. What? <laughs> The original ones from Canada were really, really good. And I feel like these don't stack up. And especially, like, compared to Mystery, like, Mystery was amazing. And here we just have something that's a little bleh. A little, like, orange tasting. Would you say it's a little bleh? A little bleh. What was that? <laughs> that was Casper. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to give them a nine. Our next category is accuracy. Do they taste like boo? Did they trick you? To taste like boop? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, what does that even taste like? I don't know. Is it scary? Did it scare you when you ate it? No. Did it scare you when you looked at it? I could see the Casper particularly being scary in the right circumstances. Like, what if you woke up and there was just one of these Oreos floating above your head? Just floating there. That would be creepy and with... With any type of Oreo or food or, or any, any, actually anything. I think if I woke up and literally anything was floating above my head, that would be spooky. Yeah. So like these can be spooky in the right circumstances. It's all about context. Mm. Full circle. Yeah. And uh, no, I'm not buying it. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing. I'm not buying it either. Nothing accurate about this name. Yeah. Well, in that the name gets across that these are Halloween things. That's not ever how we judge accuracy. Fair. Ever. Does it trick you? Does it taste like boo? (laughs) Michelle has never been this angry about something on the podcast. I feel like you're trying to give it extra points where it doesn't deserve them. Okay. Jeez. (laughs) What a stickler. So how many points does this deserve? One. That's what I'm giving it for accuracy. Yeah, I, I can't disagree there. But here, I think we are going to have some stringent disagreements, because our next category is, is it a good costume? Michelle pitched this category to me, and I said, that's uh, just like a couple degrees off from any thought that I've ever had, so I'm not quite sure I understand it. And after thinking about it for a while, that is still the case. So, Michelle, can you explain this category, please? I don't understand what's so confusing. You know what a costume is, right? Yes, clothes. A costume doesn't have to be clothes. Things you wear. It could be a mask. Sure. It could be a hat. Okay. Like some people just wear witch hats or like bunny ears or something and they okay. call that a costume. Sure. So it's something that that um, you, you put on your body that then you are something other than you. Okay. <laughs> why don't you, why don't you demonstrate? So for example, okay, here we go. I'm going to take two of these spiderweb Oreos. I'm going to take off the spiderwebby part. She's taking off her glasses. And then I'm going to, we're going to see if these spiderweb Oreos are good, like... Oh, where's your phone? Let's get a picture. Good. Um, It's going to be like I'm I'm dead or I'm, I don't know, what's a thing that has spiderwebs in their eyes? Zombies? Nothing. Skeletons? Skeletons. I feel like there's some kind of creepy thing that's got skeleton that's got uh, spider webs in their eyes. All right, let's see. Let's see those spider web eyes. Well, they don't stay as well as I thought that they might. Um, 
I don't believe... What are you going for? What's the goal with this costume? To be spooky. I think if you showed up at a Halloween party like this... <laughs> No one would get it. It would be very confusing. Okay, but lots of everyone. people have costumes that no one gets. That's not the definition of a costume. The costume is... Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you have Oreo junk all over your eyes. She took off her, her costume. Was it spooky? No, it was confusing. Here, look, at the, look at the pictures. Well, I, that's the whole idea. We're seeing whether it works. Because here we have these we have these different designs that maybe could be useful as costumes. No. I mean, if you believe, then you can achieve. I mean, we're always trying to see what Oreos can do. So it's, you know, we, we never know if an Oreo is going to melt or it's going to be good as tea or, or anything. You know, we're always just trying to explore the, the, the lengths of where an Oreo could be. I think it looks spooky. That's spooky for sure. It's got spiderwebs in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so some other examples of of ways you could do this. Well, okay. So I'll I will take the cream parts. Okay. Uh, that you just had, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a quadruple stuff Oreo. Okay. So I'm I'm getting up. I'm putting one on the floor. And standing on it, and it immediately broke, and the other one is on top of my head. <laughs> oh, I, I was going to take a picture, but there's nothing to take a picture of, <laughs> because I, don't, I can't see it. <laughs> so, uh, but do you feel like you're in costume? No, I feel like I'm, I'm like, standing on a small hill, <laughs> and I have something on my head. <laughs> Maybe if I stand up, I can see it. Uh, can you just... Bend over just like a little bit. Oh, I see it. I see it. Yeah, you're totally a quadruple stuff Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you wore this to a Halloween party, people would say, why do you have an Oreo on your head? And also, someone dropped an Oreo at the front door. <laughs> so, like, I never came into this saying that I was proposing that they could be good costumes. I was asking the question of, could it be a good costume? Okay, and do you have a numerical score for your answer? Well, I guess I think it worked better than you did, because I think that that was a very spooky costume. Okay. Spiderwebs in your eyes. So I'm, but not, it's not a very good costume, because it was kind of hard to wear. <laughs> and I guess, I guess you didn't know what it was, so I'll give it a four. <laughs> I think that is generous. <laughs> I think don't wear Oreos as costumes. It does not make sense and is not pleasant. And is just an all-around <laughs> terrible, awful idea. You're not bad for thinking of it. It's a good question to ask. And <laughs> the null hypothesis was true. I don't know if we have enough data for that, really. No, Cause, we cause Did you really even take it seriously? This is how much data we always <laughs> use. These are getting a one. And there's our categories. Give us a second to add up our scores. And while we're doing that, uh, just like do you do you. You're great. And we're back. Michelle, what was your score? 51. And mine was a 52.5. Those are some very low scores, Michelle. Maybe the lowest. Uh, yeah. Yep. Does Milk's favorite podcast recommend Boo? I think we do. Oh yeah, for sure. Just, like, don't wear it as a costume and don't expect it to taste like Boo. It's not gonna taste like Boo. Very sad. Thank you everybody for listening. This has been Milk's favorite podcast, and we hope it's your favorite podcast, too. For our music, we'd like to thank Joe Taylor. 
You can hear him play with Kid Scientist or go to their website at kidscientist.bandcamp.com. If you want to get in touch with us, email us at milksfavoritepodcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at milksfavoritepodcast. Or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Milk's Favorite Podcast.